care for sportsman skills. Oh, good heavens. We apologize for the delay, but this is due to circumstances beyond our control. You are listening to Absolute Grit. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Absolute Brit. Our Valentine's special. Today mm. we will be looking at the British love stories of oh. Britain. We've got some hot British couples. We've got some love songs, songs I mean, and some strange love stories. And then a round of trivia as usual, which will be added to our scores. So Let's hear a British love story. This is, I like to call, the love story of Vic and Al. It's about Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. Okay. You ready? Do you mind if I add a a sip of your tea? Go ahead. It's a nice cup. Mum. Hi, sexy. You cannot (laughs) say that to your mother. I love you. Okay, here it goes. When Victoria and Albert were married on the 10th of February, 1840, Victoria was a 20-year-old young woman who had just become queen in 1837, three years before. Have you seen the film? Yes. With, is it Keira Knightley? No. Or is it Elizabeth Taylor? Elizabeth Taylor? No, not Elizabeth Taylor. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it's a good film. Albert of Saxe, Coburg and Gotha too was just 20 years old and had been picked as Victoria's spouse by her uncle Leopold, the King of Belgium. Victoria was most pleased with her new husband and wrote to Leopold thanking him for the prospect of great happiness you have contributed to give me in the person of dear Albert. He possesses every quality that can be desired to make me perfectly happy. That was no kiss. Okay. Victoria relied heavily on Albert, and it was during his lifetime that she was most active as a ruler. They had a family of nine children and lived in close harmony for 21 years until... Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers from 200 years ago. Prince Albert's death of typhoid on 14th of December, 1861. Before Albert's sudden death, much talk had taken place regarding a follow-up to the Great Exhibition of 1851, which Albert designed. Under the eye of Henry Cole, Chairman of the Society for the Encouragement of Arts, Manufactures and Commerce, (gasps) later the Royal Society of Arts, less long-winded, the event would include a permanent exhibition hall. Although the event scheduled for 1861 did not take place, Cole was still keen for a hall to be built and sought Queen Victoria's permission to do so. This was granted on the provision that a tangible memorial to her late husband was also built. Work on the Albert Memorial started in 1863. Is this the Albert Hall then? We'll get to that. While work on the hall was delayed until 1867 while funds were raised. On the 20th of May 1867, with one final romantic gesture, gesture, 
Can't say jester. I said jester earlier. Jester. Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria renamed the building that was scheduled to be called the Central Hall of Arts and Sciences. She changed it to... The Albert Hall. The Albert Hall. Beautiful building. Ash, is it like a, is a circular dome? Yeah. yeah. Mm. As she laid the foundation stone, she said, Queen Vic voice, It is my wish that this, this hall should bear his name to whom it will have owed its existence and be called the Royal Albert Hall of Arts and Sciences. The Royal Albert Hall. Aww. At the hall's opening ceremony on the 29th of March, 1871, in front of nearly 10,000 people, the Queen was visibly upset. She only managed to say, I have to express my great admiration of this beautiful hall and my earnest wishes for its complete success. <laughs> she was moved in public, I think. She was. I don't know if she broke down, though. Before handling the opening of the Royal Albert Hall to her son, the Prince of Wales. After the death of Albert, Queen Victoria wore black for the rest of her days. Oh. The end. They oh, were colour. they were in love lots. They were. They were. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy yes, Valentine's Day. So now we have some hot British couples. Yeah. What do you think, right? To these. I've got three. First of all, Jennifer Saunders and Adrian Edmondson. I thought she was mar married to um, Dawn French. No. That's a joke. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, they were married in, in 1985, mm -hmm. had three daughters and two grandsons. Mm. And they're both actors and comedians. Uh, I actually, I got a confession, I didn't know these two were married. Oh. Uh, until a little bit of research. Um, Adrian is also a TV presenter and musician. What on? Uh, not sure about that bit. Who is it? Wasn't he, um... What's his name? He wasn't in Adrian Edmondson. I've never heard of him. Google it a minute, because I'm sure he was in... Oh, what's it called now? Oh. Adrian who? Edmondson. With Rick Mayo. Want him with Rick Mayo. In a film? Did you say? No, like a comedy thing. Um, Jennifer has I beaten breast cancer and works with and promotes a charity which gets young women into work. Oh, oh he was in um, Happy Families. Yeah. Did he work with Rick Mayo? Bottom, the young ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thought he had a few So that's French and Edmondson. Edmondson. Beckham's. British treasure. Your favourite. I love the Becks. I really want to meet them. Um, Rumours of problems in the past, but to be honest, I think they're real good role models for family life. Mm. They always like taking pics with their families and celebrating their kids. David Beckham had a picture with um, a paramedic a paramedic on the street. Did he? Yeah, a nice that. chap. And they're real um, entrepreneurs. Obviously, she's got a fashion business, mm. VE. I think that's the only book and you've ever read, is a fashion book. I've never read it. Oh, you had it. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, I wonder where that went. Maybe charity shop. You know mm. what I'm like with reading. Um, and obviously, Aftershave. Ever smelt it? 
David Beckham's yes. outfit? Yes. I, well, I did have it. I ran did out. Did you? Mm. What did you think? You smelled nice. Mm, David Beckham Hommy Hom or something. Hommy? <laughs> Hommy? What's up, Hommy? <laughs> and then my last hot British couple is Benedict Cumberbatch and Sophie Hunter. I think it's Cumberbatch. 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 Cucumberbatch. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Anyway, they were old friends of 17 years who fell in love. Oh, give us a little, uh, hang on. A little bit of Valentine love. Yeah. Okay. Come here, you. Uh, How about a hug? And I, I love, love you. you. Oh, oh, stop, stop. Oh. It's a bit overdosed. I like how it ended with a fart as well. Um, did you know that Ben was abducted in 2005 in South Africa by locals. I did not. That must be scary. That'd Especially, be scary. yeah. And he said it made me want to it, Did it make him want to Did it make him want to Make me cry like a baby <laughs> 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 Do that one again. Okay. You know he's Sherlock, don't you? Yes, I love that programme. He loves a bit of mindfulness. And Sophie is um, a theatre and opera producer. I've never heard of her. And they've just had their first son. Oh, I'll give you a fiver name... if you know his... Oh, no. What was you going to say? I was going to say, is his name Cucumber? Oh. No, I'll give you a fiver if you get it right. Can you stop drinking my tea? <sighs> really... Is it? Is his name Henry? No. Harry? No. Bardills. No. Granola. No. What is his name? Christopher. Oh. A lot uh. simpler than I thought. Anyway. Well. What's your favourite love song? I have a list here of my favourite love songs. Or, they might not be my favourite, but they're the best. Right. Are they all British? No. Oh. But they oh. are famous everywhere. Oh. I, th I don't know, actually. But my first one, one is. What? Oh, I wanna dance with somebody. That's, that's not really a love song, is it? Uh, first one I have is "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You." It was released in May 1967 by. Right, I've got a problem with this name. I think it's Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley or Valley if you're Spanish, because it's double L. Well, let's have a listen. You probably do. Sounds a bit dated to me. It is quite an old song. Skip it a bit. Okay, see if you can guess this next one. Da, 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 da. That wasn't the next one, that's just a part of that song. Okay, the next one. It was released in May 1978. You're going it back, was sung you? by two people. Yeah. Here are their initials ONJ and JT. And it's very Taylor. famous from a musical. 
that musical sounds like f feast. Fleece. 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 Grease. Yeah. That was a long video. Feel your way. That I, I, do I don't like think that any song. of them are British at the minute. Well, I don't either. Okay, the last one I have is Unchained Melody. Oh, oh my yeah. love. From the famous pottery scene. The longest pottery scene I've ever seen. I don't. <laughs> I can't even remember what she made at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? A vase? I don't know. Could it... <laughs> she made jugs. <laughs> anyway, that is also known as Oh My Love. And it was from the Patrick Swayze 1990 film Ghost. Yeah, it was out before then, though, Ned. Oh. I'd, it's a well-old song. I thought it was 19... Well, it's in, that, it's in that film, then. It was, like, must have been Is it, 60s or something. It's a famous pottery scene. And uh, all these British people will know Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. There's a great scene where, in um, Wallace and Gromit, A Matter of Loaf and Death, where Wallace... The, the fat woman, <laughs> Paella, is making the pottery and Wallace is trying to recreate the scene but he can't get his arms around it. Because she's rather large. She's rather large. Which so. was the whole point of her um, yeah, she, mental state, really, wasn't it? I'm as light as a feather, I'm a baker-like girl. One week we should definitely talk about Ooh, Wallace, Wallace and Gromit. Gromit, yes. We'll do a whole series. What's this we're doing? Podcast. <laughs> Right, okay. Well... Have you seen my eye tonight, by the way? Oh, yes, uh, she has pink eye. No, it's not pink eye, it's just pink shot. <laughs> it feels really large. Does it look it? It looks pink. Oh. Have you? Has someone farted on a pillow and you laid on it? Oh, gosh. Is that what pink eye is? Yeah. Anyway, moving on to a str strange and horrifying love story. Right, this is weird. Right. Have you have ever have you ever heard of how <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I get carried away from my H's. <laughs> I love you. Oh, right. How about Count Karl Van Kossel? Come here, you. Will you stop? <laughs> like that? You're putting me up. He wasn't a count. Oh, why was he called Count then? Did he have issues? He probably self-proclaimed. Like you can print yeah. off your ordination on the internet. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's, and his last name was really Tanzia. Oh. And he was a lonely X-ray technician. Ah, oh, lonely. He became obsessed with Eleanor Hoyos. Oh, oh, I'm gonna throw that out the window. <laughs> who was a patient at the hospital where he worked? Eleanor was suffering from tuberculosis, and the Count promised to restore her to health with his X-ray machine. Secretly, he knew that she was dying. When she finally passed on October the 25th, 1931, she was buried, but Van Koutsel convinced the family to move her to a mausoleum. Here's a special kiss for you. <gasps> what they didn't know was that he had the only key 
and would visit her every night. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Well, is she dead? She was dead. Oh. So she died on October 25th, 1931, and buried. But then this man convinced the family to move her to a mausoleum, right? He had the key and would visit her every night. Oh, and she's rotting and wormy. So after a few years, <clears throat> not weeks, years, he secretly moved her to his house. Oh, do you can... Where he would dress her up in bridal clothes. Imagine the smell. And sometimes dance with her. Oh, make me cry like a baby. He covered her decaying flesh with wax and plaster and doused her with perfume. I saw pictures of this on the internet earlier. It's really freaky. Is it? Yeah. She looks... She doesn't look real. He was eventually caught and tried for her... For his weird behaviour. Isn't that odd? I don't think it's that weird. It's not that weird? I'm joking, it's really weird. Come here, you. Anyway, my strange love story isn't that dark, but it's quite funny. Emma McCabe, the woman who fell in love with the tree. Quote unquote. I love the feeling of skin on bark contact, which gives me a more pleasurable pain sensation, and the feel of his leaves against my skin makes me tingle. This is Emma McCabe. She's a 31-year-old who is in a romantic relationship with a popular tree from her neighbourhood, which she names Tim. (laughs) This is what she says. I look at other trees but don't touch. I wouldn't cheat on Tim. I'd like to get married, but it would be a low-key ceremony with the family. Oh, that's barking mad, isn't it? Uh, Do you remember we watched that one about the woman falling in love with a bit of wool? Oh, yeah, she fed the drywall, wasn't it? She yeah, fell she in... took it to bed, didn't she? Oh, I, and there was one, a man fell in love with the um, the self-service scanner voice. Yeah. He got, he got chucked out, so he went to Asda instead of Tesco's. Really? Yeah. How could, what, he, he must have just fallen in love with her voice. He must have. Was it one of those, uh, pran, uh, what did they say? Approaching landing level, please No, it was, care. it was one uh, which says. At, at the actual checkout, was it? No, it wasn't, yeah, it was in a shop, so something like, um, do you have your own bags? Oh. Notes are dispensed below the scanner. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. So, we have Two some... strange stories there. We have some love bug trivia. Right. All about Valentine's Day, but we will still add the scores to our continuation. Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah, so we've got four questions each. Uh, I will do one, then you will do one, until we run out of questions. The course... The scores, rather. The scores. <laughs> the currently scores. stand at six all. Right. And I'm going to try and change that to win. So, here's your first question. Hello, baby. Who first introduced Valentine's Day into Britain? It's a group of people. Was it the Pagans? Final answer. Pagans. Nope. It was the Romans. Oh, was it? So that's nothing for you so far. Okay, what fruit is also known as a love apple? 
of Apple. Um, trying to think what people give people on Valentine's Day. Is it anything to do with that? Love Apple. Is it type of Apple? I'm not giving anything away. Uh, Is it a chocolate? As I say, I'm not giving anything away. No, that's my answer. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. No. But did it say what, what fruit? fruit? Oh, right. <laughs> I well, well, I can't give myself that one. Tomato. Right, your next question. What percentage of women... What? Oh. What percentage of women buy themselves Valentine flowers? On Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Um, I'd say 65%. Final answer? Yeah. Nope. It's 15. Ooh. When I was looking at I these questions, that, I, I guess 65% as did well. Did you really? Mm. That's weird. According to legend, according to legend, if a woman sees a robin on Valentine's Day, what sort of man will she marry? Robin. Man. Um, I'm gonna say in Inuit, because the robins come in winter. A sailor. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're doing well today, aren't we? Yeah. No. I love you. I love you. <laughs> okay, your third question. What is the name? Of the, I can't under, understand this writing. What is the name of the winged angel that shoots love arrows oh, um, at unsuspecting victims? Oh, I think that's what it says. Oh, I know this. Be mine. Hi, sexy. Hello, baby. I love you. That is correct. Yes. You've got one right. How many have you got right? <sighs> I haven't had uh, one. What colour M&M is thought to be an aphrodisiac? M&M? Yeah, i.e. makes you fall in love. What colour M&M? Af. Af. <laughs> Af. Well, Af. M&M is in the chocolate. Is it red? Is that you asking me? Or red. I'm going to say red. No, green. Oh. Well, no. epic fail there, Joe. Here's your last question. In what era was it considered bad to hide an Afwali sign? Do you want to say that again? <laughs> I can't. Is that your dad's writing? Yeah. Athwally. <laughs> it looks like Athwally. Shall we shout him up? In what era was it considered bad luck to actually sign a Valentine's card? <laughs> <laughs> Athwally. <laughs> actually. Yeah. Took a while. So, right. historic era. Um, bad luck to sign it. Well, traditionally, it's meant to be for single people, isn't it? Valentine's to send a gesture of um, are you interested in me? Ooh. Mm, I heard that Happy on radio. Valentine's Day. 
So, which era was it bad luck? I love you. Do you want me to answer or not? Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, I'm gonna say 1900. Era. That's not an era. Oh. Like you get Edwardian. Victorian. Correct. Oh yeah. That's two for two. Thank you. Two for you. Last question for you then. Okay. The giving of Valentine started in which century? Given. Well, the Romans introduced it, so. I'm going to say the 1600s. Oh my days, yes. Really? Yeah. How do you know that? I just guessed. <laughs> Good guess. But if the Romans introduced it, they're not really in the 1600s. 16. It don't matter. You still got okay. it right. Well, that leaves me with seven and you with eight. Oh, yes. So we'll have to continue this next time. Oh, hang on. I'm having an issue. Mm-hmm. My headphones are up and the microphone. That could have been very dangerous. Any could have tea strangled. left? Nope, nothing left. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, thank you for listening to this very special Valentine's Day episode of. You forgot what it's called. I was thinking about. Sorry, I was thinking about my pink eye. It's Is a it very special back? episode of Pink Eye. Maybe it's like a Valentine eye. Hmm. I'll try again. Thanks for listening to this very special Valentine's episode of... Best of Britain. What are we called? That's not my word. You forgot what it's called. <laughs> I am so hormonal. Start with A. Abs- oh, absolute brick. There we go. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>